Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available available in both the public and private sector and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world we'll cover everything military from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder to navigating government programs dealing with family issues to the struggles of deployment along with being a working mother both in and out of the home this is military mom talk radio and here are your hosts sandra beck and robin boyd Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we've got a great show today because we're going to talk about health and fitness, and we've got some special guests coming on. Um, I'm not sure exactly when they're coming on the show, Rob, but they're coming in from Alaska, and they're going to <laughs> talk exciting. about... It is. Well, you know, but when people deploy, like I get a lot of people deploying from, um, or not deploying, I'm sorry, PCS moving, you know, out of Camp Pendleton. And it's always funny to me, like when they go to Okinawa or they go to, you know, Virginia or Alabama, it's no big deal. But when we hear that they're going to Alaska, everybody giggles because, you know, you're going from really hot weather to, you know, freezing Arctic cold, um, (laughs) So, you know, it's just fun. I think, you know, I think it's going to be fun to talk a little bit about about moving to Alaska for those people that get stationed up there. And I was saying, isn't it so cool? Here we are all networking from different time zones. Right. <laughs> between, right. between New Hampshire, between Texas, where our station is, between California, between Alaska, all different time zones. I think that's awesome. That is. That is. I think the farthest time zone swap we ever had was when we brought people on, um, patched them in from Afghanistan. Yeah. That was yeah. exciting. And I think we did Israel, too, at one point. So cool. So cool. So it, are you finally having t- some uh, break on the heat out there we've we've got nope. the most gorgeous weather out here oh no it's still hot here it's, it was hot today and i was running around in the heat and um heat makes me cranky i i don't know you know people do really well like when i got went to the bases in hawaii to visit them a couple of years ago i got off the plane i was like oh my god <laughs> I just think, you know, it's, 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 it's tough anywhere you slice it when you have heat or cold and, you know, we all have to adjust. I think it goes along with the theme we were talking about, like, you know, change of the new normal, um, Mm -hmm. the military family has to be so resilient with change on every level. It's true because here we every year go through a seasonal change and it's difficult because whether the, it's the kids starting back to school or whether it's all of a sudden the weather changing, I think you feel it more on the other side when all of a sudden the springtime comes and it turns to the hot rather than us trying to uh, adjust. We can just throw another sweater on for the cold. But regardless, you still have to remember, okay, we've got to bring the, you know, the, the feet get colder quicker and when your feet are cold or your back is cold then you're not sitting well and you're not doing you can't focus it's really it's really hard when we have lots of changes in our lives it is it is and you know that funny thing about putting on a sweater when you're 
shoulder, you know, you got to have the sweater. That's the one thing about <laughs> when you move from one part of the, you know, country to the other, and you go from the lower 48 and, you know, like South Carolina and Alabama and go up to, mm-hmm. even just to Minnesota or, you know, some of the border states up there can get really cold. And if you don't... Mm. You don't have that stuff. And it's funny because, you know, Rob, I grew up in the East Coast. I'm well acquainted with cold, but I had lived here in California for so long that I went to a convention in Montreal and it was like, oh, I don't know, 22 (laughs) below zero. It was the biggest (laughs) snowstorm they'd had in, I don't know, 50 years. And I was there with my California weight, everything from the shoe Um, to the, you know, my winter coat was a joke. It's like what you would wear as a fall, you know, over your (laughs) sweater kind of coat. Well, I, I told you I was up in Vermont with Emily this past weekend, our daughter, and um, there uh, we're going to have her on it, on the show uh, toward the holidays, and one of the things I hope she'll share with us is her trip to Peru, because she's getting ready now. They're leaving in less than two weeks to go to Peru, and talking about packing made me think of this, because they had to literally pack for the whole seven days that they're going to be there in one little carry bag. And now here is Emily. She's a professional model, a professional makeup artist. And and not that she is vain, but she obviously has uh, does take a lot of time in looking her best all of the time. So now she is having to kind of really pare down. And I said, well, her underwear is so tiny. She could probably fit a month's worth in a wallet. But... she's just this little bit of a thing but the point being is that they had to really be very careful about what they're packing of course you have to be careful on the airlines but being very self-sufficient out of one backpack and isn't that what the military ends up having to do you have to be so um, conscious of every little thing you put how it fits does it fit is it too heavy if that one's too heavy you got to find something else it's it's a challenge and so we'll have to ask her all about her trip when she's on later on in the in the season yeah well and some things you just don't know you know it's like I used to have those little warmy packs you know my mom would break them and stick them in my boots you know I'm talking about you'd like crackle them up you know and I don't know if they still sell them but there's all these tips and tricks that you learn, um, you know, from living in a cold climate or living in a hot climate. Cause I almost gave my kid a heat stroke when I had gave birth to him here in Woodland Hills. And it was 110 and I put him in a bunting and I wrapped him up and I swaddled him. And the nurse was like, Oh my God, you're going to kill that kid. What are you doing? I'm like, he's got to stay warm. She's like 110 out. He's going to heat stroke, but I didn't know any better. You know, I, where I come from, you wrap them up good and tight. And that's true. Every new mother has, you, you're not sure what to do. I did the same thing. I I was trying to blanket my kid and I, we had a cold room. So I was worried and they were, and he just kept kicking those blankets off the minute he could, <laughs> he would, even as a little infant, he was like fussing because he just did not want all those blankets. He was a warm kid. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's being a new mother is fun. We've had so many times that we've talked with Blythe Lippman from Baby and Toddler Instructions, and isn't it true? And I think too, uh, when you are deployed and you're a family that's moving around a lot, you don't have mom right around the corner to be able to just pick up the phone and say, "Mom, what is this? I don't get it. I don't know what to do." Thank goodness, at least there's Skype nowadays. But um, it's really hard when you are not with the family unit that you're used to and you have a a brand new baby in your arms 
Oh, bare new babies are hard, period. I don't even need an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Yeah, it it is what what was funny was I had never had any experience. I'd never even held an infant when I had Ross. I was I had babysat, but everybody I babysat was all, you know, uh, grade school or kindergartners. I had never held a baby, and I I came home with the, I had a great nurse in the maternity ward, and she showed us how to give them baths and how to do this and how to do that. But then I got home and I was so oh my god, it's five minutes to two I've got to be ready for this and oh my goodness it's it's five after four I'm late for this and I was so so trying to hard and then I was watching my husband and he was from a very big family and he was in there changing his diaper and kissing his toes and singing and playing with his feet and I was like oh you can play with them (laughs) oh (laughs) yes they're a big snap (laughs) <laughs> it was the the real proverbial light bulb over the head going bing oh i get it now <laughs> so yeah right from the get i did not know it, it's definitely um something that you kind of have to learn along the way <laughs> yeah well i feel sorry for some of these moms you know i have a girlfriend who moved up there with four kids and you know they came from southern california down by camp pendleton up to the anchorage j bear area and you know you just go wow Four kids completely unaccustomed to the cold, mom completely unaccustomed to snow and ice. And, you know, it's just, um, boy, you just go, you talk about adjusting because you've got to figure out how to raise the kids, much less prepare them for the environment, too. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And I can only imagine um, how uh, even the light, when you stop and think how you have so much dark or you have so much light, just that's difficult to get used to if you haven't grown up there. It is, it is. And, you know, what's cool about our guest coming up is she's all about adjusting to change. She's helped me adjust a lot, adjust my eating, adjust my thinking, adjust things, you know, as we grow and change and, and, you know, we have to adapt to the things around us. One of the Mm -hmm. hardest things is when you turn to food for comfort and you want to make that, you know, and you can't even get your comfort food where you are. I know. And and it's true. Comfort foods are sometimes the thing that we turn to, but making smart choices is what Deb Boulanger does help us do. Um, we're hoping, we're, we are trying to get a hold of uh, someone else from uh, your friend from Alaska, but I think in the meantime, we may um, have Deb come on first. We'll talk a lot about the changes and um, able to deal with some uh, weight gain when we have depression, especially during deployment. You know, when, when we're stressed, I think that's the, the time when we are the most vulnerable to weight gain or just unhealthy eating. And of course, then when we're unhealthy, and our body is less resilient to the infections, and then we start getting the sniffles, and we get the sick sicknesses, and it then becomes sort of a vicious cycle. So kind of finding one place to stop one part of the cycle then makes us a little bit stronger body and mind to be able to deal with everything else that goes on. Yeah, I'm still stressed out dealing with body and mind. <laughs> <laughs> Like I used to just think I had to worry about my body. Then I'm like, no, you got to rich your mind and you got to feed your spirit. I'm like, oh, forget it. Put a fork in me. 
Well, the, uh, our first guest is Deb Boulanger. She is the whole life coach for busy women over 40 who want more out of life from the food they eat, the love they get, and the work they do. It is a whole body uh, focus because, as we were just saying, it's not just one part of your life that you, you change when, when you need to make a change, is that you have to adapt and, and grow with every part of life. So Deb is a wonderful gal. She is uh, she herself went through a three-year transitional journey, and she is now one to help us learn how to nurture and tune our bodies as well as our souls. She herself reevaluated her career and took a very big step into a new journey, a new normal, a new life. And she's here to tell us how we can do the same. Stay tuned. We'll have Deb Boulanger right here on Military Mom Talk Radio. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. It's time to devote time to yourself. And strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for Bee Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be by Design, How I Be is Up to Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet.com. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. 
Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Military Mom Talk Radio, and we've got such a great guest coming up. I just so enjoy her, and I learn a lot every time she's on. She's Deb Boulanger, and she has given me such great information. I wish I knew this when I was 20, Rob. There's so many good things that she teaches that, you know, I wouldn't have 20 years of bad habits to break. It's true. Once it's it's easy if we start right from the get go, and I think that's wonderful that Deb helps us know how to help our children start good habits right from the beginning. Well, that's a big one because you know you hear all this stuff. I, you know, I was reading Jillian Michaels' book recently, and you know they're talking about how everything's in plastic and pa- plastic's a hormone disruptor, and you just sit here going like, what am I supposed to feed them? Like, I don't know what's left because you've got GMO apples and everything is packaged in like BP, whatever that thing is, and it's really hard to know where to even begin. And you know that's why I'm hopeful that Deb will just put us on the straight track on what we can do, especially. Um, when our partners go on deployment and we're doing it all on our own, because that's to me when stuff goes right out the window. Mm-hmm. Hello, Deb. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Sandra. Hi, Robin. It's great <laughs> to be here again. Great to have you. So the million dollar question for this week is when we go from being, you know, a fully integrated family to a single mom status because of deployment, um, you know, and some of these deployments are really long. So you, you got to make a plan on what to do with your kids and to keep yourself together. And I love that you have been both a full-time mom, a single mom. Um, you know, you've done it both. So you know what I'm talking about that transition. Oh, I, I so do. And to tell you the truth, you know, we can focus on our kids, but we focus on our kids all the time. And I think the opportunity for military moms when spouses are on deployment is to really make sure they're focusing on themselves. You know, you, you guys were talking about uh, change is the new normal. And if we're not handling the change well, then we get stressed out. And in a stressed state, We tend to be really susceptible to disease, we get unhappy, we gain weight, and when we're unhappy and very stressed out, it becomes very, very difficult to deal effectively with our children, right? So Mm -hmm. I think it might be really helpful, you know, we've talked about food before, but it might be helpful to talk to the moms about how do you keep yourself from getting so stressed out that you're not sleeping well, you're not eating well, uh, and it just becomes overwhelming to be a single mom during those times. Deb, what do you suggest for moms, we, when, especially when you're a single mom because of a deployment? You have to do a lot more planning. What's, what's a good tip as far as planning? Because we don't all, some of these moms are still working, um, still having to get the kids to soccer, still having to do homework. When is there time to be planning meals? Right. So I think planning is really important. And I like to recommend to my clients that they actually schedule regular routine activities into their day, you know, and that could also include some early morning time for you to just to recollect yourself and get the lay of the land for the day and make your plan. Um, It's great to have a weekly plan. You can have a weekly meal plan so that you know you're going to have 
meals ready and you know you can reuse the ingredients from one meal to the next. So I love to say cook once and eat many times. Mm -hmm. Cooking a healthy meal shouldn't be stressful, right? We, we need to reduce the stress. So all you have to do is really plan well, and you plan well when you start in the store. And uh, Sandra knows, and I think you've seen it too, Robin, I have a free guide that's called the Live a Whole Life Guide to Cooking and Eating Healthy Food without adding to your to-do list. And if you do shop well, you shop smart, you prep your food in advance, you've got the meals laid out, and keep it simple. I mean, kids don't need much, and if we raise them with good habits, all we need to do is provide them with a, a lean protein, a couple of vegetables on the plate, some fruit, and if they learn to, to eat that way, then when they get older and they make their own plates, those are the kinds of things that they're going to eat themselves. Mm -hmm. Well, and I got to tell you, from from you know watching my cooking light magazine, and you know I'm a big foodie, and I have tons of cookbooks. But then when I looked at your little handout thing, and I started actually implementing some of the things Deb that you were teaching, mm -hmm. my life became so much simpler because I know it's boring, but it's like every week I buy like a bag of potatoes, I buy a bag of tomatoes, I buy a stalk of celery, I buy a crown of mm -hmm. broccoli, like I, I buy you know like those whatever ten items twice a week. And then I just pair it with fish, you know, or chicken or, you know, even some steak or, you know, sometimes I just use pasta if that's the thing. But we have so simplified our meals and I've simplified my cooking down to, you know, where the kids eat it and it's, and it's healthy and it's good and they like it and I'm not having a stroke. Yeah, I mean, steam, saute, broil your, your protein or if you're lucky enough to have an outdoor grill, throw it on the grill. And uh, the, I think the key for moms is prepping in advance, right? So we have a limited amount of time. We come home from work. It's 5.30. We have half hour to get the dinner on the table. It's really helpful if everything that we've bought at the supermarket over the weekend has already been washed, if the lettuce has been washed, if it's been chopped up and put into bags. Uh, same thing with the greens and the vegetables so that you can just grab and go. Uh, that that really makes life easy. So if you add one more step to your shopping day where you actually wash your vegetables and prep in advance. And I also like to recommend that you bag the snacks for the kids. So they stop from going for the cookies and, and going for the chips. So I have an older boy now. So my son is is 15. And because, you know, he's like all teenagers or like most teenagers, you know, he starts to have hormonal changes. He started breaking out with a little bit of acne. And recently he came to me and said, Mom, no more cookies. I only want fresh fruit. And he laid out for me, I want grapes that I can put in the freezer. I want apples. I want bananas. And that's what we have. And if you put it out on the counter for the kids and that's the first thing they see, then they'll just grab for it. Isn't it true, those, if things are pre-made? Actually, I did that when I was pregnant with my second child because I had a toddler, and I would put them at his level, and I would say, uh, go and get a blue bag or go and get a green bag, and it was sort of helping with those kinds of things as well. And I would have little juice in, in sippy cups or whatever, and, and it was fun for him to go and get the one thing, but I didn't have to be getting up 15 times when I wasn't feeling well. Um, and that way, they had... Uh, he had all of the things that I knew he was getting, not things that he was shopping for in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can pop popcorn. You know, you can 
uh, make kale chips. I know not everyone is wild about kale chips. You can make your own potato chips. You can bake mm-hmm. thin sliced sweet potatoes in the oven and bag them up in advance. And then the kids have good choices. And I don't like to scare people, but there are some really important reasons why we do this. It's not just to be healthy or feel good about ourselves. Um, there's research that shows that our children are likely to live shorter lives than we do. And that simply because of all the pesticides, the preservatives, the stressful and toxic environment that we live in. So it becomes very, very important to their health now and in the future if we clean up the diet and also reduce the stress in the house. That's very powerful when you stop and think of it that way. Um, and it kind of puts a little more burden on us that, oh, my goodness, we'd better make sure that our kids are eating well. But I think there again, it just starts from the beginning. And when you're giving them good choices, they learn um, to make those choices, especially like when the kids are off on their own. If they're at a play date or whatever, that's really, really tough. Um do you uh, have challenges with with cookies? You said that he he himself asked to not have the cookies anymore. Was that because he was realizing that he was not feeling well? Yeah, so so he did. We went to the dermatologist and we, we were talking and we were talking about sugar and sugar being a big culprit. Sugar and dairy are the two biggest culprits when it comes to mm-hmm. skin eruptions, right? So mm-hmm. when the... When the body can't adequately digest what it's taking in, the skin is a huge detox organ. So when we start getting eczema or rashes or acne, that's an indication that we're taking in food that we're not digesting well. And when the dermatologist sort of confirmed that, he came to me and just made his own decision. But all the way along, um, I've been sharing everything I know about health with him and that has impacted his decisions. You know, he stopped eating corn chips that had a lot of preservatives in them. He, mm. yeah, he stopped eating ice cream. These were all his decisions. I only expose him to the information. Isn't that wonderful? What a smart man you have there. <laughs> <laughs> we're going well, to I have. Think a lot of, sorry, Rob, but I was just going to say, oh. I think if our kids understand why we say something, they're less apt to buck the system. I just want to throw that out there. Absolutely. You're so right. I want to make sure everyone knows where to find the book that we're referring to. Deb's uh, website is liveaholelife.net, and that's W-H-O-L-E, liveaholelife.net. And if you go to her website on the sidebar, you will see uh, a place where you can uh, sign up for Live a Whole Life Guide for cooking and eating healthy foods without adding to your to-do list. wonderful resource. It's there for you. And we hope that you do tap into that because it is a wonderful guide. We're going to have Deb stay with us for a little bit longer um, after the break. On the other side of the break, I would love to bring up adaptogens, Deb, herbs that can help create balance or promote relaxing sleep. Don't we all need a little more sleep? And to be able to do it in a natural way is very intriguing and something I think that we all need because even if we have the opportunity to sit down, that doesn't mean we're going to rest. (laughs) 
<laughs> and Sandra knows I was nagging her over the weekend because she was supposed to sit down and rest, and um, I was I was playing the mother card on her. So we're going to talk to Deb a little bit more after we come back. This is Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, and our guest right now is Deb Boulanger. Stay tuned. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. Have you ever wondered if you're normal? Or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget on TogiNet Wednesday nights, 9, 8 central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder, how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I am here with Robin Boyd and Deb Boulanger, and we are talking about food choices. We are talking about adjusting to new normals with respect to our lifestyle, especially when deployments come around and we suddenly become single women or single men, as the case may be. Um, It's really hard. And so, Rob, we were talking about um, right before the break about some herbs that, that can do some pretty neat stuff. I'm fascinated. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Deb. I'm, I'm so fascinated about this. Oh, well, you know, there's so many uh, wonderful live plant-based substances that were the original medicine, right? So before we had uh, pharmacy factories, phar- pharmacological factories, and we had medicines and drugs, we had plants and plants were what we went to when we needed some help and there are many plants that are, that serve to help reduce stress and also give us energy so an adaptogen is just that it helps you adapt to the situation so if you're feeling extremely stressed it helps calm you down if you're feeling fatigued it helps give you a little bit more energy and there uh, are four that are my go-to plants for Uh, feeling a little bit more energy and and reducing stress. And one is maca. Maca is a root. 
and you can get it in a powdered form. And typically you put a teaspoon into a smoothie. It does have a little bit of a bitter taste. So you want to mix it in a drink that has something else in it. You can just put it with some berries and yogurt or almond milk or coconut milk. You can throw a little cacao powder in there, which is the raw form of chocolate or cocoa and mix yourself a little drink. My favorite way to do it is to have about a cup of coconut milk. And in the winter, it's really nice. It's like a, an adult hot, hot chocolate drink. Uh, put in a tablespoon of cacao powder, a cup or two of coconut milk and about a teaspoon a maca powder and then a little sweetener maybe a little uh, agave to sweeten it up and I, I heat that up on the stove and especially if I'm losing steam during the day and I've got uh, a radio segment to do or a teleseminar that I'm going to deliver it helps keep me energized the others that I like a lot are ginseng, which should be familiar to everyone you can get that in tablet form powdered ginseng from the pharmacy uh, another one is a plant, it's a Siberian plant called rhodiola. And there's a supplement that you can buy on Amazon, and it's called Rosavin, R-O-S-A-V-I-N. And it's uh, a fabulous supplement to have and uh, just eases things out. You know, these are natural forms of relieving stress you know obviously we want to sleep well we want to be exercising we want to be eating well but there are times when we need a little extra help and, and uh so rhodiola is another and the last one comes from ayurveda and from indian medicine and it's called ashwagandha and uh, that's another very helpful or for some people to help reduce stress and increase vitality and longevity and energy Hmm. Do you list all of these in your book? I, I kind of know the answer, but do you list these in your book as far as how much one should have in a day mm -hmm. or during the week? Mm -hmm. In the guide, there is a, an appendix as a supplement of superfoods. And there's also some links on where you can source them online. Because if you're not living, if you're living on a base and all you have is the commissary, you may have to order online in order to get them. Mm hmm. Because I think that's something that I always question. It's I, I may know that this might be good for me, but unless it's written right on the label, I'm not sure mm -hmm. how much should I be having four tablespoons a day or should I be having an eighth of a teaspoon a day? Mm. You know, those are the things when you're just learning um, to, to have sort of a, a benchmark to be able to use them properly. Well, most of them come in supplement form, so they're in in capsules. So they're oh, they're good. dried herbs in capsules. So it's real easy. You take two, or you take two three times a day. Mm -hmm. The only one that's not in a capsule is the maca powder. And the mm -hmm. guidelines on maca, you should start with a teaspoon if you feel like you can handle more or you need more. I I sometimes put a full tablespoon in my smoothie, and I find that I handle that just fine. Mm. Yeah. So how do you spell maca, just so that we're sure of that, if we have to Google it? Sure, it's M-A-C-A. -A. Oh, okay. And it's an Andean root vegetable, completely natural, very, very popular. And there's a, a website that I go to a lot. It's called sunfood.com, just sunfood.com. And uh, they have all these supplements readily available. Mm. 
How do you know how much to take and what to take? I mean, <laughs> should you go to a nutritionist or you just like load up a pill case and rattle around? Yeah, I think you have to be an educated consumer. So obviously I have a certification in holistic health counseling. So talking to someone is always good. There are things that are you can use, though, without the guidance of someone who's a professional. And I think the Rosavin Plus, the Rhodiola is just fine. I mean, people are going to the drugstore anyway and stocking up on vitamin D and a multivitamin. And half the time, we don't even know what's in those multivitamins or even if we need them or not. So as far as supplementation, I believe that everyone needs vitamin D. Every woman needs vitamin D. Most of us are deficient. We don't get enough from the sun. And um, uh, we all need uh, some form of adaptogen in order to help us balance out stress. I mean, B vitamins, B vitamins are very, very key. B12, B6 to balancing out stress as well. Mm. But it is good to talk to someone. What about essential oils, Deb? Mm. Um, because I know that they might make us feel luxurious if we're using mm-hmm. something, but there's a lot more to it than that. So much more to it. As I said, plants were the original medicine, right? And essential oils are just that. They're oils that are extracted from the leaves, stems, flowers, and roots of plants. So one of my favorite oils for stress management is lavender. Right? So lavender is a beautiful essential oil. You can use it neat, which means right out of the bottle. You can put a couple of drops on the, the bottoms of your feet, right right where near where the arch is. And there's a meridian point there, and the oils will just be absorbed right into the bloodstream. Or you can put a couple of drops in your hand, rub your palms together, and cup your hands over your nose, and take a few deep breaths. I've had clients who've just done beautifully with essential oils. And there's a blend that I recommend to them called Serenity that has a base of lavender, but also some other essential oils in there like Ylang Ylang and um, some tangerine, I think. Just, you know, really nice blends. Hmm. But that's how you pronounce that, Ylang Ylang. I always look at it because <laughs> it's such a funny, you know, so many of these things, you don't even know how to spell them or, you know, what they even are. I know, I know. I just led a retreat last weekend for women, and um, everyone got the essential oils as part of it. So there are essential oils that are blended to elevate the mood, too. I have one here called Elevation, and that also has some lavender in it and some citrus blends and tangerine and melissa leaf and ylang ylang again. So... um, I find them really, really helpful, and you do feel luxurious, and it almost is like a mini spa break, a two-minute spa break (laughs) in the middle of a hectic day. Well, you know, that brings me to a good question about, you know, hectic days. Like, how do you, when you're crazy, like, you you know, single moms running around, kids, you know, trying to get everybody everywhere and do all this stuff just makes you crazy on a good day. Like, when you talk about different lifestyle practices, what do you practice while you're running around like a lunatic? Yeah, I think the trick is to prevent yourself from running around like a lunatic. So the trick is to get in a calm space first thing in the morning. So I advise all my clients to carve out at least a half hour for themselves every morning. And that might mean you have to set your alarm half an hour earlier. And there are two really fundamental lifestyle practices that have changed their lives in a 
in a huge way. So I'm not exaggerating here. And one is something called morning pages. And morning pages is like a morning rant on paper. It's not something that you ever want to read again. It's not something that you ever have to edit. And it's certainly not something that you ever want to share. But it's a blank journal. And all you do is let the stream of consciousness run first thing in the morning, right when it's it's uh, you're so close to your subconscious when you first wake up. And if you think about it, when you wake up, there's this talk track that's going on in your head already. It's already fired up. It's telling you, you know, what not to do, what to make sure you do, what you need to fix, who you need to call. And um, that talk track goes on in the head throughout our day unless we we let it out. And one great way to let it out, all the things that are worrying you, all the things that are bothering you, all the things that you you can't control. And it's something called morning pages. And you write for three straight pages until there's nothing left to say. And sometimes it turns into problem solving or sometimes it'll turn into your to-do list. And that's fine because you've already cleared the decks. If you do that simple step for 15 minutes every morning, you will find yourself having more patience with your children, having more patience with yourself, allowing more space for creativity to emerge and not being led around by your life. You'll feel more in control. I know that's something that I've done um, if I've had something that I'm angsting over in that I may not want to verbalize this, especially if it's a work situation. I don't want to confide in somebody because that might be detrimental to that work relationship. I work it out on paper and I kind of put pros and cons down and I work it all out in that sort of, like you say, your your morning pages. Then you can face the day with a clear conscience that you've already kind of made it objective because it was the paper was your voice in an objective way. That's such, that is really, really powerful, Deb. It is powerful, and it allows you to be thoughtful and grounded and not so reactive. That's perfect. I want to be throwing your eggs at your kids in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I want to make sure, Deb, that we uh, give your website again. It is liveaholelife.net. And again, we encourage you to look for her guide, Live a Whole Life Guide for Cooking and Eating Healthy Food Without Adding to Your To-Do List. It is a resource that you will want to keep in your kitchen, beside your bed, wherever you uh, want to be reading, it should be beside you. Deb Boulanger, uh, please visit her website so you can find out more about her and follow her blog. She has some amazing, uh, very thought-provoking things to read. Deb, thank you for being with us today. As always, what a gem. Uh, Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Sandra. Pleasure to be here. (laughs) Take care. On the other side of the break, we're going to say hello to Alaska. We have Tate and Lauren Zimmerman. Um, They are working in a family's real estate business, and they have uh, also worked an awful lot with some military families trying to move to that neck of the woods. Be back in a moment with Tate and Lauren Zimmerman. Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these. 
In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Girasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward. With tips, tools, and advice, and hard lessons learned, these pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central, on toginet.com. Are you ready to start rocking that woo-hoo that only you do? Because Lisa Stedman is on a mission. She will dare you, challenge you, enlighten you, provoke and empower you to bring out that inner woo-hoo. Lisa is an internationally acclaimed best-selling author. She is a breakup expert, a brand consultant, CEO of Woohoo Inc. and the Woohoo Radio Network. She will show you how to take your boo-hoo and turn it into woo Get rebellious and get real. Get your dreams off the back burner. Get inspired and motivated to take action. Start rocking that woohoo that only you do. In love, life, and business, she is going to be here for you every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started shaking. Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com. Covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And we are bringing some cold weather friends to us, to the airwaves today. We are bringing on Tate and Lauren Zimmerman uh, from Anchorage, Alaska. And they own a real estate company that specializes in military relocation, which is really a big deal, you guys, when you get your orders and you're going from somewhere like Alabama, Louisiana, Southern California to Alaska. There's a lot to know. And I'd like to introduce you to Tate and Lauren. And um, Tate, I'm going to go to you first. I want you to introduce your family because this is a military radio show about family. I want you to tell me how many kids and how many you have, who you work with, and and just give an idea of the family business. Um, Hello. Uh, Let's see. So our family is basically in the business. Um, Dad has been in real estate for 20 plus years at this point and I grew up in real estate mom works with us on our team um, my sisters both worked with us at different points and off and on still do um, and then my wife helps me a, a good amount we have four boys five and under and 
obviously that's a handful, but when she's able to, she does help, and we go on appointments together and, and um, do things together. And so that's kind of the family business right there. See, and I love that because that to me is a very real depiction of what many families are today. We've got, you know, moms that work in, you know, in the home and out of the home and for the family business. We've got multi-generational things going on. And I think that gives you a unique perspective, Tate, to help the military family. When people first get their orders and they're going to PCS up to Alaska, what's the first thing they should do? You know, honestly, um, one of the best things is to do a little bit of reconnaissance and, and get, get to know the areas. Um, I always prefer when people are able to come up here and um, kind of do a preemptive trip and, and just visit some of the general areas and see what things are like. Um, but just getting to know the areas, especially when it comes to, um, of course, my specialty is helping them find a home when they move up here. And, um, you know, I've lived my whole life here, so I have lots of information as far as what the different areas are, those kind of things. Um, they want to prepare themselves for, um, you know, the weather and, and kind of get adjusted to what that's going to be like. And, and actually, Lauren's here, and she could speak more to that side of thing if you'd like. I do, I do, because, you know, you've got so many military bases in Alaska. You've got Fort Richardson, you've got Almendorf, then you go up to, I think, Fairbanks has Fort Rainwright and another Air Force base up there. Um, and it's, yeah, that is Eilson. Um and, and there's this reputation that the weather is so bad in Alaska. And now, Lauren, your wife. I love this because she has she comes from South Carolina originally. And Lauren, I've got to ask you, when you were growing up as a little girl, did you ever think you would be raising four boys in Alaska? <laughs> uh, no. Um, I also said I was never living in the country and um, I live way out in the country now. But um, yeah, no, I never, ever, ever expected to be up here. Um, I. I had never been below about 15 degrees before moving up here. And that was just for, I think like one day out in Utah. But, um, yeah, I, I absolutely love it up here now. And I would have a very hard time imagining living anywhere else at this point. What would you think would be the hardest thing for a mom that, you know, like maybe she's, you know, she and her husband are stationed in South Carolina and they get their orders to move to Alaska. What do you think would be the best piece of advice you could give them when moving, you know, up into your area other than to call you and be your friend? Cause you're super nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be wonderful. Um, honestly, I think that, um, one of the big deciding factors is your attitude because, um, people who move up here deciding that they're going to like it, they like it. And people who move up here super afraid of it and not decided to have the right perspective may or may not like it. So I, by, so I think that really your perspective and just your um, deciding to have a good attitude and um, finding things to enjoy and to love about Alaska is very important. Now, for a lot of people, that's not hard at all to do to find um, things to love about Alaska. I, um, I mean, honestly, I love everything about Alaska, but, um, I think that, um, preparing, especially if you have young kids, um, you know, having the gear so that they can go out and play in the snow, um, and, um, so that they will be warm and prepared for that is very helpful. 
Um, and really getting outside, even during the winter, um, finding some good winter things to do, whether it's going sledding or, um, like Tate and I have cross country skis and, um, we'll go out cross country skiing or, um, really just getting set up for, um, for the weather at all times of year and taking advantage of all of the activities that there are to do outside. See, I love that, don't you, Rob? Like, attitude is everything because really you can't change where you're going. You, you know, you get your orders, you have to go. And is stuff readily available? And I don't want to sound like a big ignoramus in the lower 48, but, you know, when we were promoting this show, one of the people asked us, well, is everything you need at Walmart? Is it, you know, like living in South Carolina? Because I know you guys travel a lot and you go different places. Um, is there anything you can do to put people's peace of mind that they're not going to, like, you know, darkest Peru? <laughs> yes. Oh, there's there's all kinds of things up here. And really, um, a certain amount of that um, kind of came not too long before I moved up here, but it does make it. So we're in Wasilla, and, which is about 40 minutes, 40 miles from Anchorage. and Probably about 35 minutes from the bases. It, it yeah, kind of depends yeah, on traffic. We're, and, we're not yeah. far from the bases. Um, but there's we have a Target. We have a Walmart. We have a uh, Sears, if that counts anymore. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, we have a, thanks Laura. There goes our Sears sponsorship. (laughs) Uh, we have, uh, Fred Meyer, which is a huge, you know, they have everything. It's basically like a Walmart with a big grocery section is our grocery store. And, um, so that's, and that's just in Wasilla, but Anchorage has, I mean, Pretty much everything. I mean, yeah, it used really. to be. It used to be growing up that we would end up going to Anchorage a lot more for purchases and things because we didn't have Walmart, we didn't have the big grocery stores, we didn't have a lot out here. So if you were going to make any type of complicated, you know, if you're going to do some shopping, a lot of times you'd have to schedule going to Anchorage. Now that still happens, but it's not as frequent. Most of the day-to-day things, for sure, you can get here if you want a little bit broader selection. Um, sometimes, like if we're shopping for, say, a laptop or something like that, we'll go into yeah. Anchorage. Um, and really, um, in the last couple of years, Amazon shopping has really, because um, they do their free shipping applies up here, and that's one of the big things living up here is um, finding shipping can be a lot harder um, when you're ordering things. But Amazon free shipping does uh, the free super saver shipping does apply up here, and so I honestly just. I mean, so much of the stuff I just order online. Um, but, yeah, going to Anchorage now is more like if we want a fun excuse excuse to spend a day shopping because um, a lot of it we can just get in Wasilla. Well, it's funny you say that about the Amazon because we talk about that a lot because a lot of these bases that are very remote, you know, we rely heavily on Amazon. Amazon free shipping. But I will tell you a funny thing, Lauren and Tate, that, you know, I live in Los Angeles and it's congested and I hate to get on the freeway. I use Amazon free shipping, even though I live within a 17 mile radius of like four Walmarts, because it's just easier. It comes right to my door. Right. Yeah. So that definitely works up here. And um, it's one of my favorite ways to get stuff without having to drag all four boys to the store. And and one thing, too, is a lot of um, people PCSing up here, families PCSing up here, would also be ending up in Eagle River and Anchorage if mm-hmm. they want to be a little bit closer to the bases. And so, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of military families out here in the, the Matsu Valley is what we call, you know, Wasilla Palmer is the Matsu Valley, um, some other communities. Um, so we're a little bit further, but it's still doable for sure. And then the people in Eagle River and Anchorage are that much more closer to a wider selection. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, they're pretty much very close to everything. 
Mm. Well, and that tells me that it's really important when they get their orders that they should call you quickly because you can just you can give them the pros and cons of living in these different areas. Because I'm on a map right now looking at, you know, these this is a pretty big geographic area. So how would you know which are the military family friendly neighborhoods, what's close to post or, yeah. you know, where are the schools, things like that? There's probably a million questions you guys can answer. Yeah, well, I definitely think that talking talking with someone who lives up here and does really know the area is very important because i mean you know just to tell you you know we can take and tell you okay you know this area um is great at this time of year it gets super windy during the winter it, you know just stuff that you wouldn't really know um with a one time visit and tell you you know distances or traffic or just all kinds of different things so I want to give uh, the listeners today your website. It's Zimmerman, Z-I-M-M-E-R-M-A-N, team, T-E-A-M-A-K.com. And you've got another cool site, um, the Alaska Free MLS. Uh, Tate, we've got about a minute and a half. Can you talk a little bit about that for people that are either considering a move to Alaska or they might be stationed there? Yeah, AlaskaFreeMLS.com. And actually, Zimmerman team. AK, if you're searching for properties, it's really the same engine that drives it. Um, the comments we've heard is it's one of the easier sites to use as far as navigating, saving properties. You can save them to your favorites, um, searching. Um, we've, we've actually had some different sites in the past that were clunky, and this one seems to be very user-friendly for people. Um, so it's a good tool. It's a great tool. Um, we do, in addition, you know, when we develop a relationship with somebody and somebody wants to move to this area, and we're guiding them through that process, we'll actually get them set up with a, um, a backstage pass to the, the multiple listing service um, where we, you know, go in depth into their criteria and their parameters, and we can fine-tune it even further than the public sites allow us to. And that, because of the nature of the, the data feeds, um, that allows us, because it's directly part of the MLS, it allows us to give them information that's more up to date as far as properties the day they come on the market versus a day or day sometimes two later. Um, <laughs> Tate, we're going to have to say thank you so much because we have come to the end. Tate and Lauren Zimmerman, you can find them at Zimmerman Team. AK.com. We thank you both so very much. Stay warm up there. We so appreciate you being with us. Thank we you. Thank you. Tune in next week. We're going to have Debbie Gregory and Dr. Jim Taylor, a uh, internationally recognized authority on psychology, business, sport, and parenting. See you next week, everyone. Mm-hmm.